1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at
2: supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to
0: Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia.
3: Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, g'day, welcome. Badge and Sats here with you. I tell you what, does, does anyone else have problems with passwords? What? <laughs> They've changed our passwords, Woogie. No,
1: don't. don't not on here, mate. Sats, Come on, not on. No.
3: How many passwords do you have? How many passwords do you reckon you've actually got? I change my passwords every ten days. But but do you use the same I one then for everything? Every Because you've no, got no, no. phones and no. computers and every ten days and everything you've got to log on to. I'll show you a video one everything. day of how easy
4: it is for people to. to Get into your accounts, okay? Well, Sats
3: 1. What's stealing your passwords? Sats okay. 2. Okay. Sats 3. Hey, uh, Team List Tuesday.
4: Yep. Magic round. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. We're into this
1: show. One
3: of
4: the most exciting weekends <laughs> and that of rugby is league, my I my password
3: for the week. Magic round. <laughs> 221. You know a good,
1: you know a good
2: password. What?
1: In fact, we should ask our listeners. Oh, four double seven. Password seven three six seven three six. What's your passwords? Send them to us tonight. <laughs> but don't use password. The password. The password is one. And then when you've got to change it, the password is two. Password is three. You want you write that in. There. That's it. That's your oh password.
3: God. Yeah. I want to hear people's passwords. What words. are you up to? The password is. 94. Uh, are we on air yeah. yet? Or yeah, we're on possibly? air. We're <laughs> on air. Okay. Hey, uh, Tarek Simpson's going to join us. We ask him about his part. No, we won't ask him that. Uh, you've done well here. Sat's lining him up. The uh, the Dragon, former Knight. Where else did he play? Broncos? No, he didn't actually play. Well, he actually
4: didn't play first grade for the Broncos. No, he? he was no. in their system as a young'un. Tremendous guy, but they're a really good family. Mm. Um, great characters, the entire family. Would have been, I tell you what, it would have been interesting growing up in that household.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So... New Zealand-born but grew up in Gerringong. Yes. And and Corbyn has made himself available Queensland. for Queensland. Yeah. And ter- Tarek's played for New South Wales. Yes. Tell you what. And they've, they've all played for Fiji. <laughs> and Ruan's the toughest of the lot. That's all I, n- I know about him at this stage. And yep. uh, Anyway, we'll see how that one goes. We're going to actually have a chat with uh, Herman Sasa. Who's uh, now a? He was at the Knights too, wasn't he? He's yeah. now a, uh, a Titan. Yes, um, had a really good had a really, really
4: good stint with the Newcastle Knights. I thought it was, it was really the coming of age for Herman and Sasa. He's gone to the Gold Coast Titans on a two year deal, but taking him
3: a while. It's only to just cracked the top in grade. Yeah. first grade. He's a very good player.
4: Yes, mm. um, we'll
3: give you the uh, the major changes and ins and outs for uh, team list Tuesday. We are going to continue with our state of origin side selections. Last night we did the back five. Uh, tonight we're going to do the, the rest of the diamond, the diamond, some not the spine. Some old people call it the spine. It's the diamond. Mm. It's the, the fullback at the back, the hooker up the top, and the halves are on either side of the ruck. And you think about that, the Scott Sattler named diamond, and hasn't you've been trying this for three years? We've been trying to get it, but no one's caught on. No one catches on. Are oh, they the diamonds because they're the best? You know the, the diamonds yeah. in the rough. Uh, but we've already got our fullbacks. Tedesco and Ponga, haven't we? Yep. And we're going to come up with our uh, halfback, five-eighth, and hooker. But you can tell us, uh, what do you think? Who should be in the New South Wales and Queensland uh, positions of those, uh, you know, the diamonds? It'd
4: be interesting whether Cody Walker playing at fullback, and I I wouldn't think it would because he plays a running game anyway, but with Cody Walker playing at fullback, does that affect his potential number six jersey?
3: Look, it. Is he is he in is he dead set in the mix there, I think or is there be. a good chance a better chance because because Luai and um, and Cleary play club footy together and they're undefeated and well there's, I, I think Jack Whiten
4: what's yeah what's fortunate that, for Freddie is he's got plenty of options
3: how how bad how, how much will it affect Jack White's chances? That's being in a side that's struggling. The you rate? know,
4: Freddie was a big 5'8", and defensively mm. in Origin you, you like to have someone in the front line that's got a has got a big body. Well, you're not going to target
3: him. Exactly. The opposition, are you? are not going to target Jack White in the defensive line like you are with the other pair, yeah. Cody Walker or Jerome J- J-
4: J- 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 yeah. Mm. Very good defenders, but when you've got a big body like Laurie Daly was in front of you, you never attacked Laurie or Freddie because you knew you get sat straight on your butt. So... Mm. Is uh, that is that something that that Freddie looks at? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, that's a good but point.
3: It's, it's all taken into, a, into account. All right. Um, what's this good guy watch?
4: Well, you, I you like thought? to have good guy watch because I don't think we uh, celebrate the good people of sport enough. And when everyone uh, is brought up on social media or reading the paper, whatever websites, whatever it may be, the good guy shout out this week is to Lockie Fitzgibbon and Kalen Ponger. So wrote Kaz Newton on Newcastle Knights supporters group on Facebook. At the team bus after the Wagga Wagga game, there was a young girl from Wagga who was celebrating her birthday who was crying because she didn't get to meet her hero, Kalen. Lachlan Fitzgibbon asked why she was upset and it was explained to him that it was her eighth birthday. She didn't get to meet Kalen because he was already on the team bus, ready to leave. Lachie Fitzgibbon said, wait. He got on. He said, Kalen, there's a girl down here. It's her birthday. She wanted to meet you. He came straight off the bus, sat with the girl, spoke to her, got a photo with her. And it made the girls' day.
3: Oh, nice. Well done. Great stuff. Mm. And she'll be a fan for life. Absolutely. Now of, uh, of Kayla and yeah, Rugby League, of course. And we see a lot of that. We Beautiful. Just, just never gets celebrated enough, Nice
0: story, it? Sats.
3: Mm. All right. Let's do this. Sports Day. Sports Update. Are uh, we doing it now? What's brewing? For Four Pines Brewing Co., the uh, official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats, Sats. Uh, How'd, you, how'd that go, were you that uh, that four pines that I had to buy for that bet the other week? Yeah, I still haven't seen it, Badge. Did you? You didn't get it? I left it at reception. I I don't expect anything less, oh, to be honest. Because one of the other staff has picked it up. We don't have any other staff. Okay. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, that problem. wasn't you. Sorry, no, That's no. That's the problem. That was at the other place I work. I left it at reception. Um, now, all the Sydney clubs are going to remain under level three biosecurity protocols until they arrive in Brisbane for Magic Round this weekend, and that'll be in the next uh, few days, I imagine. The NRL today gave approval for all 16 clubs to return to Level 1 restrictions once they've arrived in Brizzy sats. But players who haven't been part of the Level 3 protocols continuously since they were introduced last week will not be permitted to rejoin the NRL squad whilst still under... Level 3 protocol. So, at this stage, they can't rejoin him. So, therefore, the request by the Parramatta Eels to have players who've played New South Wales Cup matches last weekend to immediately rejoin their squad has been denied. At this stage. (laughs) Exactly. It's a bit of a worry. Yeah. There there was a uh, a mandate that came out last
4: weekend. Um, It wasn't long before we were about to call the Saturday game, actually, and it said that all players that were meant to play, and coaches that were in the full-time staff as players or coaches uh, with their NRL clubs, if they're not playing NRL that week, they've got to go down and play in the second tier, the Mm. knock-on effect cup, the New South Wales Cup. All clubs didn't allow their players to go down and play. But – the Parramatta Eels for more reports did. Yes. So they've got some players that have been named in their team this week. We're going to go through Teamless Tuesday very soon that have got some asterisks next to their names. So those players still haven't been permitted or permitted or um or passed by the NRL to take to take their place in the squad.
3: So those players are because I just want to cover it now and see what our listeners think about this, whether that they, they should be okay to play or not. Um Brad Arthur's son, Jacob Arthur, named to make his debut at five eighth. Mm-hmm. They also have in jersey number 16 on the bench Ray Stone and jersey 18. So the extended reserves, jo- Joey Lussick and Jordan Rankin, yep. who would be making his comeback into the NRL. So those four players played last week. Now what they have to do is um, they have to observe strict level three protocols, pass a COVID-19 test before they depart to Brisbane. Yep. And after they meet those two criteria, they will still be subject to NRL biosecurity approval. It doesn't mean they will immediately be granted permission. Yep. They the NRL will have to make a decision on that. Where what happens after that? I, I don't know. Well, I guess it's the other couple of players: Keegan Hipgrave, Hayes Dunster. They would have to pull a couple of those into the squad. That would leave them, That would just be seventeen players. That's mm-hmm. all they've got. Um, Reed Marnie, I thought, was in a bit of doubt anyway with
4: concussion, so
3: yep, could be having a bit of trouble getting their seventeen.
4: Well, again, uh, we're starting to flirt with player safety now if they've got players, if they haven't got enough players or players are going to have to play in positions that they're not used to. So straight away, we're putting player safety in jeopardy as well. So why we've got the means to test them. Why can't we test them?
3: Yeah, well, they are being going to be tested, but then the NRL. Uh, look, I think they're really fortunate because there'd been an outbreak, or there'd been continuing numbers of COVID mm. in and around Sydney, and and this is what what brought on the level three protocols last week. If they'd if this had kept going, I don't think they would be have been allowed back into the into the bubble at all. Mm. Fortunately, it's it's only level one in Brisbane, and they uh, they should be all right. So we'll keep you posted on that one. Hey, um. We we mentioned uh, across late last week, and then on the weekend confirmed Xavier Coates is joining the Melbourne Storm. Uh, what about this from Craig Bellamy? Yeah, if you want to um, if you want to get
4: uh, one of the great testimonials from a from a coach or some sort of official in in any sport, Bellamy is the one that you, you Bellamy is the one that you want to get his seal of approval. Not only as a rugby league player, but more importantly as a person. So after meeting Xavier Coates this is what he thought of Xavier Coates and why they signed him.
2: we seen as a club, you know, um, obviously, I think, you know, most people, you know, watch Xavier play and realise, you know, what a talent he is, you know, he's so big and so fast and, um, you know, just a, a real footy player. The, the thing, I was even more impressed um, with him being a good footy player, how good a person he is. You know, I've met him a couple of times, um, you know, sat down and had a chat with him and I must say, I don't think I've ever met a player that I've been more impressed with. Um, you know, in, in that situation, you know, he's just so humble, he's just so down to earth, but honest at the same time. Um, so, you know, when after I first spoke to him, I, you know, I just you know thought, you know, that this guy's ideal for us. You know, not only as I said, he's a a real good footy player. You know, he's a great person as well, and um, they're the sort of uh, people we want in our club.
4: What they've got the ability, to, rap. yeah. What they've got the ability to do, Melbourne, is to use their success and their aura to sit back and give themselves time to recruit players. And I'll give you an example. So, if the Melbourne Storm are interested in you as a young player, and they're the premiers, they've had so much success, they have got one of the greatest coaches of all time. Well, they they can use that that aura and that that success to their advantage. If two other clubs are interested in you, just say for argument's sake, it's the Gold Coast and Tigers. You'll negotiate with all of them, but the Melbourne Storm is the club that you're waiting for to come back with whatever offer it is or whatever process they're going to follow. So being able to use that success and that aura that they've been able to generate over many years has allowed them to to sit back and really do a lot of research and due diligence on players.
3: I, I'm just blown away by that rap for Xavier Coach from Craig Bellamy because he would have done been through that process with virtually every single player that's yep. joined the club. In the last nineteen, twenty years, that that's just the biggest rap I've ever heard. So he must be a hell of a kid. Hey, we keep moving along. Sats um, should um, Robbo Trent Robinson and Ricky Stewart receive fines for their post-game media conferences? Apparently, uh, this is a possibility of happen. Um, we'll let we'll li- you listen to him again.
1: What do you say?
4: Then is it a matter of just nursing him or, or you don't you stay away from the spray or,
2: or giving it to them? You seem pretty subdued in the shed, sir. No, Do I? That's good. Is that what you, is that the approach you took, but Or you weren't fired up? I wasn't fired up. F*** me. I can not get fired up over a bunch of blokes who are doing everything they possibly can to play their best and to win a game of football. Things aren't going for us at the moment. Um, <clears throat> we won games like that last year, and probably got luck. We got a bounce of the ball. Right.
3: Well, that was Ricky Stewart. Um, he dropped the uh, the f bomb and under his breath. But I thought
4: that was a fair question, but. Yeah, I know. I thought it was a fair question. I know he's, he's disappointed. I he, know he's upset. And
3: yeah, and he's just and emotional. They've what well, they lost five in a row, so he just keeps going. I think through the same um, the same scenarios. Uh, listen now to Trent Robinson. His criticism of the refereeing.
1: It's ridiculous. Like that's it's incompetent to to not see that guy goes to hospital and then how long would that be? Twenty minutes later, you put him on report. And now, you
3: know, I guess justification too that Dylan Brown is getting three weeks, got a three week mm. ban. So, what do you think? <laughs> Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Should they be fined, or you know, is that okay with you for them? The, the uh, comments about officials. You know, I, and, I don't. And think Sorry, not a. F- and in Ricky's case, just um, you know, dropping, exploiting Now, expletive.
4: I, I don't think they should be fined for two different reasons. I've never agreed with post match press conferences being so soon. After the final hooter, when especially when you're emotional, there's either adrenaline pumping or you are really, really depressed about the the result. And Ricky was was really upset and emotional about it, and he's, mm. he's more emotional about his players and how they're feeling at the moment. Now, now with Ricky, I think you can let that go. I think it shows that he's human. Okay, with Trent Robinson, on the flip side. Well, he's got some – I suppose he's got some support from Graham Annersley, who's also publicly stated that he was frustrated as well by seeing what happened in that game and no action was taken. Mm. So in relation to fines, whatever it may be, six again, play on because especially for Trent Robinson's situation, he's got you know, the head of football that was just as frustrated as what he was.
3: Yep. All right. Uh, lots to get through, um Sats, but uh, and not a lot of time. The Tigers are going to sign Great Britain and Wigan star Oliver Gildart. Um Sats, you've seen him play. Goes yeah. all right?
4: Yeah, he goes all right. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about his size because the outside backs, there's an expectation of the you know, they're they're big big players now. What is he, a centre? He's a centre. Yeah. He's he's quite quick, but he's um he's not he's not big in stature, big in size. So I'm a little bit concerned that he could get manhandled.
3: Right, eh? David yeah. Fafida trying to get himself a uh, downgrade at the dishes tonight. He's facing a grade two careless high tackle charge for his tackle on Adam Dewey. Uh, TJ Perinara, the All Blacks halfback, has rejected the Roosters. Uh, they offered uh, made him an offer so he could uh, perhaps join switch codes. And um, Peter Sterling's urged Raiders to sack any official that's been leaking information. This comes on the back of John Bateman saying someone is undermining them or leaking information. And, and, and Josh Hodgson, uh, he had a conversation with Ricky Stewart a few weeks ago, but apparently it was on uh, it was on telly the night before. So, um, quick thoughts on that, Sats?
4: Oh, it's disappointing if that's what's happening mm. internally. But Righto. I just probably need to discuss that in greater depth.
3: Yep. All right. And we'll get you to uh, to chime in on that if you've got any thoughts on any of that stuff. 0477 736 736. We've got him on the line, I think, we're ready to go. Tarek Sims, we'll talk to him after the break. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
1: back now, taking on Kerry Sims. Who pinches the ball off him. Sims is away. He's inside the 10. He's going to make it. Tarek Sims scores after a one-on-one strip. What a play. What a play. Tarek Sims.
4: Yeah, he's been one of the stars for the Dragons, who are sitting sixth on the competition ladder at the moment. Badger, remember you and I called a final a couple of years ago against the Broncos, and this man, Tarek Sims, absolutely destroyed them that day at Suncorp Stadium. And he's uh, kind enough to join us on Sports Day. How are you, Tarek? Hey, gentlemen. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Good. Really well. Uh, magic round this weekend. It's uh, quite exciting for for everyone to be in the the one um, the one location at, at once. But uh, let's just talking on the dragons. I said you're sitting sixth at the moment on the competition ladder. What yeah. signs have you seen, Tarek, from the dragons that are that you're on the way up,
1: uh, mate? It's probably just our, our attitude uh, towards defence and and our attitude towards attack. I think is probably the two. Uh, major changes that I, that I've seen, you know, the game's changed so much, and, and and the game's so fast at the moment that you you really don't have time to to sort of think. You just have to uh, react to sort of what's happening because um, you know you used to get a bit of time to bludge a little bit um, when you kick the ball out or if there was a bit of a scrum or, or a changeover, but now it's uh, as soon as you kick the ball back, one of those cheeky ball boys always just throwing the ball straight back in, and the rest telling them to play the ball. So. Uh, you just you can't get your breath back. And, um, you know, the way that we attack pre-season this year, I know everyone probably says it every year, but, um, you know, there's a real attitude change there uh, towards attack and defence. And, you know, we've done a lot of scrimmages inside of our club. And, uh, you know, that's probably my major um, takeaway from the pre-season was... Instead of dreading the defence, is enjoying it and um, you know breaking teams defensively.
4: And as Anthony Griffin coming in? He came under a lot of criticism early on in the season, but uh, have you enjoyed his style of coaching? Well,
2: I have, mate. I,
1: I was I was lucky enough to have him uh, when I was at the Broncos. I moved to the Broncos or to Brisbane when I was uh, seventeen years old, and I was in the in the under twenties um, program. And you know the Broncos, especially that um, two thousand and eight. Um, team that produced a lot of long-term first graders, which I'm, you know, I'm pretty proud to to say that I was in that crop, and um, I had I had him for four years up there, and uh, you know my um, you know my opportunity was elsewhere. I didn't get to debut for the, the Brisbane Broncos first grade side, but uh, you know having him, um, you know, unlock my potential and believe in myself, um, his attitude towards. Um, you know, games, training, and games. Um, you know, definitely opened my eyes as a as a young bloke and a and a rugby league fan and as a player. So, uh, you know, to have him, uh, you know, at the um, you know, well, well I think I'm um, in the prime of my career. Is um, you know very exciting. His his coaching methods and coaching style and style of play is definitely um, you know something that I love and um, you know love to end up to work to.
3: Is it much different, Tarek? To um Paul McGregor's coaching?
1: Again, every, every coach is different. And, and yeah. you know, I've said this on many occasions, I love Mary. And, you know, he, he was the one that uh, got me back home and, and to the Red V. And I'm very thankful for him, um, you know, to, mm. to get me down here. And um, But, you know, the, the way that uh, Hook sort of looks at a football game is that you can you can really win, and, and, and as I said before, I touched on it before. You can break teams in your defensive, um, you know, patterns and defensive structures. Uh, if you keep turning away a team, um, you know, defensively, mentally, that does something to a team. And um, obviously, being a back rower, you need to sort of intimidate and, and try and, uh, you know, force the ball players' hands. And um, you know, that's one part of my job that I've always sort of prided myself on was. Um, you know trying to uh, make the ball players play legally obviously but uh, make them play as, uh, as as early as they can um, because you know that makes my outside backs jobs a lot easier um you know and and like mm-hmm. I said the camaraderie that he drives with with them in amongst the group is um, you know something very different that I you know I haven't seen at club level you see it in uh, you know in representative games but um, you know at club level I haven't really had that. Um, you know, that feel um, before. So that's probably what I love about his coaching style.
3: Yeah, well, you're going to need every bit of, um, you know, to get it right every bit this week when you play the uh, the Storm up in Brisbane. Magic, do you, how excited do you get about Magic Round and the fact that, you know, it's, it's so unique and, and it's all going to happen up there at Suncorp Stadium? Is it Does it get you and other players all pumped up?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, um, well, first of all, as a, as a, as a fan of our game, I think this is probably um you know one of the hottest tickets that you can get all year because yeah you can literally buy a pass to to go see all the teams play uh at one venue and you know it's a pretty handy venue Suncourt stadium so to get the opportunity to go up there and represent our club um you know I, I'm always thankful for that but um you know very very excited up against a pretty stiff opposition um in the storm they've been flying all year they've got you know strike power everywhere and you know, that's why you play the game. You want to play the game against the best players um, that are in the game and there's none better than the and storm. True. Now,
4: how good is it, and I think you've got him at the right time, Tarek, how good is it seeing a fit and firing and aggressive Jack Bird?
1: Yeah, look, I um, unfortunately, I never got to play with him through the juniors, um, in the junior ranks, and then, uh, you know, he sort of left left the Dragons and went to the Sharks and, you know, what's happened after that has happened and he's become the player he is, um, today, but getting the opportunity to, to knock around with him through preseason when he first rocked up, uh, I, I'd heard some stories about his larrikinism and, um, you know, his um, you know, his, his attitude and, you know, I saw absolutely everything the opposite. I saw a very driven individual that was, out to prove a lot of people wrong. And, um, I'm very lucky to have him on my side of the field. So, um, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing quite like um, listening to a centre fly out of the line and jam someone uh, inside me. And, and like I said, that, that, that sends, you know, a message to, you know, your other teammates and, you know, yourself as well, that you want to you wanna go in the bat and, um, you know, make the big plays like he does. The way that he's gone about his uh, rehab, prehab, and uh, the fashion that he, and how far along he's come in his uh, recovery after his knee is, you know, pretty special.
4: Now, you've had a fair mm. bit to do with Andrew McCulloch over the years as well um, in your time at the Brisbane Broncos. When yeah. he, Again, he was he was coming under a lot of criticism and Anthony Griffin about bringing Andrew McCulloch. He, he's, he'd gone past the used-by date, whatever it may be. Knowing what you knew about him, what was your message to your teammates?
1: Oh, look, it's just one of those things. Um, Macca, he's, you know, unfortunately... At the back back end of his career, he's he's had these injuries, but uh, you just have to look at his track record and what he's done and what he does do week in, week out. He's uh, a quality and a very handy player um, on both sides of the ball. I think um, two weeks ago he made 61 tackles and uh, one miss. So um, for someone that's doing that in the middle and still shifting the pill and hitting the spot every time, I think is... Um, you know, a testament to the kind of bloke, and uh, you know, they're the kind of people that you want to play with, and that's who um, Hook was looking for to get into the club. I know when we signed Macca, we still had Cameron McKennis on the books, and uh, you know, I think unfortunately two weeks later, uh, Cam down he hit his knee, so mm. you know, it sort of turned out to be a masterstroke. Um, but you know, he's a quality player. He adds a lot to the team. Like I said, with and without the ball, he's an organizer. Um, You know, he's actually quite vocal in the middle. I don't know if you can pick it up on the cameras during the game, but, um, you know, he's not shy to give you a spray, and, um, you know, he organises the the middle third really well. Yeah.
3: Well, and, and, you know, you're talking about players inspiring others, and I'm sure that's part of the reason that you've had such a a long, successful career, and and you're going so well down there at the moment. Um, Didn't get to play for the Blues last year, and that's coming up, Mm -hmm. Origin. if you... I, I, I won't even ask you if that's in your sights because I'm sure
1: it is. But is there any
3: any squads or camps or contact that you've had with uh, with Freddie or anyone in New South Wales?
1: Of, of course, it's a um, it's a it's always a you know a, um, a goal yeah. for any football player to play at the elite level. I think um, you know I, I haven't been lucky enough to play for Australia, but you know in my eyes, I think the state of origin is the pinnacle of rugby league. It's the best of the best playing against each other and. You know, a very high-pressure situation. You've only got, you know, a week to gel um, to get everything down pat and uh, and execute it. So I think the pressures that come along with Origin, mate, to be honest, without swearing, I love it. Hmm. I um, I love that pressure cooker. I love the camaraderie that it builds. I love, the you know, the interest of the game. I love the build-up of the game. I think, you know, everyone in the media does such a good job, whether it be someone, you know, slipping on a on a banana peel at training one day and limping off. And then it blows up to a big story to, uh, you know, someone like a Tedesco, um, you know, weaving in and out for a try. I think everything that you guys do to cover the game and, and, you know, in the media, they do such a great job to build it up. And to be a part of a game like that, again, would be, um, you know, a a massive tick um, Mm. off off one of my goals for the year. But um, as far as any contact, no, not yet. Um, There's... um, there's still a few games to go. Uh, you know, the way I look at it is you've got to play your best football every week in, week out and, uh, you know, put your hand up and the rest of it will sort of look after itself. But, um, you know, if they're looking for someone to go in there and do a job, uh, whether it be on the edge or in the middle, uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to shy away from an opportunity like that. Yeah, for well, sure. you've,
4: you've played a couple of Origins already and you, your form suggests that you should be in the mix uh, when, when Freddie picks a team. Now, before we let you go, there's, there's a lot of rugby league players that have, that have wanting to put their hands up for the all-star boxing events. There's another one at the end of the year. Now, is Tarek Sims at some stage going to put his hand up?
1: <laughs> mate, I, I, to be honest, I've thought about it, but my wife's a boxer, mate. Um, <laughs> and I I, um, I I see the dedication and what goes into it. Um, you know, we've discussed it um, at length, but... Um, I'd want to have a good crack at uh, a camp. I wouldn't want to go in there and uh, embarrass myself. Um, to be honest, I, I, I wouldn't mind um, throwing down. But uh, like I said, I, I'd rather have a, a good long camp. And um, you know, I've got trained with my wife's trainer actually, Mark Lucas. Uh, he's a, yep. a local fighter from down here, um, tough as nails. He's had a very long career, and you know, he's my wife's trainer. And I said to him, uh, if I was to ever put the gloves on, uh, he'd definitely be my coach. So. I've definitely thought about it but um yeah I, I'd have to have a long camp and run into it and you know with boxing you you can't play fight you you need to take it seriously oh, yeah. so um look if it was up against an opponent like Brent Tate I'd definitely jump at the opportunity <laughs> I think that would be, and, and I, not, think that'd be an, I think that would be I think that would be an easy kill to be honest I would put, <laughs> I
4: would pay money to see that see you snap that skinny neck of his but uh, Mate, to be honest,
1: I think you'd, you'd be you'd be um, you'd be having to take a ticket for that one. Oh yeah, there'd be
4: people <laughs> lining. Now, listen: if, if Corbin or Ashton were put into a bedroom and you sat outside, which one walks out? If they if they went hammer and tong, who walks out of hmm. the bedroom?
1: Okay, well this will fall back onto who's hungrier because that's what it'll come <laughs> down to. Who they they probably get sick of each other uh, and want to get out of there because one of them would be hungrier than the other. So. Look, I've seen Ashton throw. Um, he's got some heavy hands, and um, Corbin's got a, a glass chin, so I'm probably going to have to put <laughs> money on Ashton.
3: I, I thought you might say Ruan would have them both covered.
1: Oh, look, if you're bringing the girls into the mix, you just said the boys. If you're bringing the girls into the mix, <laughs> look, uh, our, our middle sister, CJ, she's actually training for a fight herself. So, oh, wow.
0: Um,
1: yeah, look, there's, uh, there's lots of, <laughs> you know, the uh, the opponents that you're trying to pick from aren't uh, going to be easy kills either. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, I'll, I'd have to, um, yeah, I'd have to pick on the little brother. I'd have to go Corbin for an easy kill, and the hardest fight would be definitely CJ or, or uh, Ruan, for He's, sure.
3: they breed them tough down the south coast. So, it's, uh, oh, I was
1: actually down at yeah
3: uh, in Jerangong. Yep, down there yeah, Born and bred. I was down there on the uh, during the uh, the break in, in about February. What a what a. Great place. I'll tell you what, the one thing I wouldn't like about playing footy there, I reckon, would be the road runs. That was, would be one of the hilliest towns in yep. New South Wales. You must, That must have smashed you when you were kids.
1: Yeah, look, we've got a big hill there. Well, we've got the headland. There's a brand new road that's just been put up there, Headland Drive. Um, that's obviously just runs up along the headland, but there's always this one hill that we used to uh, bomb down on skateboards. It's called Gearing Street. <laughs> no the one that way. Runs straight down into the ocean, yeah. Oh. So. Um, it's
3: almost If vertical. you come off
1: there, look, there's, there's, yeah, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of skin being left on the bitumen there for sure.
3: <laughs> what a great spot. <laughs> yeah. Rightio, well, we really appreciate you uh, your joining us, Tarek, and uh, hope you go well on the weekend. It's going to be a huge round up there, magic round in, uh, in Brizia, and you're up against the Melbourne Storm, of course, and hope it all goes well, yep. mate, for you and the Dragons.
1: Thanks, lads. Really do appreciate the call.
3: I better get to the breaks. That's uh, great stuff there. Thanks for lining up, mate. Champion bloke, uh, Tarek Sims. That would have been a great household to grow up in. Yeah. Geez, hey? He hasn't got anything nice to say about Tatey, has he? Brent mate? he's mo- touring, <laughs> mate. No one does. No. Uh, so sports day it is for Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. When we come back, uh, we started with our Origin teams uh, last night, 1 to 5. Now yep. we're going to do... Six seven and nine. We're going to do the rest of the spine, the diamond, actually. We'll the, like the diamond, yeah. we call it, yeah. call it sats. Mm. We've got the fullback already. We'll give you our five eight halfback and hooker when we come back.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now, Hot Topic Time.
3: And in this Hot Topic, Scotty Sattler and I are naming our state of origin five-eighths halfbacks and hookers. Um, this will
4: be a quick segment.
3: Yeah, well, it will be because uh, we named – well, the diamond includes the fullback and we last night we both named uh, Tedesco and Ponga as yep. our respective fullbacks. So, in New South Wales um, – Five eighth. Can I just say, uh, Dangerous said, "Hey guys, really, really nice interview. I think that
4: guy talking about Tarek Sims, of course, from the he talks from the heart and not from the head." Thanks, mm. Danger. Yeah, he's, he's a good. They're a good family, at, the Sims family.
3: Joker on Jack has actually said, uh, "Excuse me, indulge me a little. I've picked my Blues Origin team." Well, we didn't ask for your whole Blues Origin team. Come on, Joker, you're getting ahead of us. But I think he's got the same six, seven, nine, and yeah, he's got Tedesco at the back. And he's got the same halves as our sets, And our halves are four? New South Wales? Oh,
4: um Yeah. Jerome Lewis, Nathan Cleary, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it is probably is that... I mean the Queensland one's pretty obvious. It's gonna be Daly Cherry Evans and Cameron, Cameron Munster, Munster and Harry Grant at Hooker. We think so, yeah. Yeah. And uh but New South Wales probably a little bit more subjective when it comes to who's gonna wear the numbers the number, number six, six
3: yeah, Walker and White in the conversation. Yes. Um Jack White and I've already Noted, I've got ahead of myself a little bit and put him at uh, jersey number 14 because yeah. I think he could play back row if he had to. We haven't mentioned. We're we haven't picked line. our 14 know, number 14. I'm just 14 telling you, I just threw Badge. that in there. So I, didn't, I didn't say that one. You just had a go at Joker
4: on Jack and then Tell you, the just, air. you just picked your number 14.
3: Anyway, thanks, Joker on Jack. He said, "Any What I do know is we're going to have to play consistently great football to beat the Roaches. Now, you are the Roaches. <laughs> New South Wales. Queensland and the cane toes. Yes, the cane toes. Jack. Got it good on your Jack. I like your side, actually. We're not going to read the rest of it out just yet. We will when we come across those we're come positions. we come to that. Yeah. Um, so, and your hooker, Sats, for New South is? Well, Damien Green. Damien. Damien Cook. Damien Green Damien, Damien Green. Damien Cook. And uh, mine is as well. And Harry Grant. I suppose the, only, for Queensland. I suppose
4: the only argument around the 5 eighth position is what we, uh, what we spoke about earlier on was that um, the big body of, of Jack Whiten. It does that nullify Queensland attacking mm. raids when you've got a, a guy that's as big as back
3: rowers. Defending, yeah. Uh, so that's our uh, hot topic. Origin teams for Waratah fencing. Australian made for over 135 years. Want to know what you think as well, uh, just like Joker on Jack. Who are your, if there's anyone different or if you agree with us, which would be unusual, four, double seven. 736-736 is our text number. So uh, give us a bo- buzz for Waratah Fencing, innovative fencing solutions at work. Stick with the best, waratahfencing.com.au. Sats, mm. um, I think that's all we've got, have we, before we go to the break? Uh, any more texts up there? Yeah,
4: there's one here actually from uh, from Rod. 18th man should be used if you're a player is injured for foul play. Well, you're allowed to... Only if they don't return.
3: Yeah. And they're put
4: in the sin bin.
3: Is it, that's right. Or uh, off. Roosters should have been able to use, even though was, the call was late. Of course, yeah, that's right. And that's, yep. I think, part of the reason that uh, Trent Robinson was blowing up, Rod. Uh, thank you very much. Um, once again, shoot us the text. zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. This is Sports Day. For Kia's all-new Kia Carnival, what a ripper. Australia's first GUV. We'll tell you the teams team list for Magic Round Next, and our news headlines.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports say news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand.
4: The Victorian man who has tested positive to coronavirus has, uh, have, has, could have caught the disease while quarantining adjacent to COVID-positive guests in South Australian hotel, bed. Why as a
3: COVID-positive person next door to someone who's not or opposite, wherever they were? That doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense, aren't they? Shouldn't they be on a different floor or other end of the hotel, shouldn't
4: they? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, unless
3: the hotel was full.
4: Also, still in rugby league news with the Magic Round, South Sydney have confirmed Wayne Bennett will snub the NRL's plan to conduct open air joint press conferences, including questions from fans, at the Magic Round this weekend, threatening to turn the post match scenes into a farce.
3: I don't think it'll be a farce. Wouldn't have said anything, would he? Anyway.
4: Well, I mean, we know with Wayne that he's, he's. Uh, it doesn't engage in all of the media engagements anyway, so that's not really a that's not really a surprise.
3: Well, I'm, I'm surprised because the bunnies are so good at supplying guests for us. And <laughs> yeah. anyway, they just put whoever they want up there. It'll be yeah. Wayne, what do you think about the performance? Very <laughs> yeah, good. Very yeah, good. Thanks. Anyway, yeah, get
4: good. range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Beautiful
3: team list. Tuesday time. Scotty sat around ten. Is magic round, and the magic will be back at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, This week, the Tigers are up against the Knights. Uh, Adam Dewey's moved to the centres. Moses um, Umbay to 5'8". Can we get a what? Can we get a what? Jacob Little is starting at dummy halves. Jake Simpkin back to the bench and rookie halfback Jock Madden He's been named on the uh, interchange. So uh, they're ready to uh, make some changes around the half. That's a
4: surprising one with Dewey going to the centres. I know defensively he struggled a little bit, but he's probably been their brightest spark and attack outside of Dane Laurie. Now,
3: Zach Cheney, who made that great debut a couple of weeks ago, then he had a bit of a shocker on the weekend. He's been dropped. Tommy Talau comes back. And for the Knights, um, really no changes. Braden Musgrove named despite that rib injury. And uh, we'll see how he goes in lead up to the uh, to the game.
4: Mm. Well, the uh, the second game on
3: on Magic Round, yeah, Friday. There's no Thursday night game reminder, yeah. Yeah.
4: So the Seagulls, this is their home game at Suncorp. So the Broncos go into the opposition dressing sheds. And uh, what Tanella Peseca, he's uh, he copped a head knock last week, so still going through some of those protocols. And um, the Broncos, Thomas Flegler, will Paddy Carrigan. Is uh the number thirteen has done Ooh. his ACL gone for the rest of the year, so Thomas Flagler jumps into that role.
3: Righto. Uh, the first game on Saturday is the Bulldogs and Raiders, who both badly need a uh, a victory. Kyle Flanagan's been dumped after he was hooked at halftime. Uh, that lost last week. Um, Jake Averillo, the five-eighth slots into number seven. Brandon Wakeham is the new five-eighth. Nick Meaney moves into the centres for uh, for Corey Allen. He's going to miss a week or two or three with an AC injury and in two Named uh, on the wing and the uh, Raiders Jordan Ruppiner is out with a hamstring injury. Semi Valami comes in. I think that might be Semi's first game of the uh, the year for the Raiders. He's a good and player, Semi. Yeah, he's good. He's, yeah. he's strong, powerful. Uh, Hudson Young comes off the interchange bench and he takes the place of Ryan Sutton, who's out with an uh, an elbow injury. And Josh Hodgson returns but from that calf injury, but he will be on the bench alongside uh, Dunamis Louie. Mm-hmm. Still now, no Jared Croker yeah. or Charns, Clocks dad.
4: Oh, the looks on Jared Croker's face after that game. He was just, oh, he looked like he was about to cry. 5.30 on Saturday afternoon. Uh, it's the Sharkies up against the Bunnies now. Uh, Josh Dugan. He gets a call-up because Jesse Ramian, he's going to miss four to six weeks. Fractured eye socket. Ooh. Yeah, it's ugly. Andrew Forfeeder, well, he returned since uh, 2021 on the interchange bench. And uh, for the Rabbits, well, it's a huge boost. Halfback Adam Reynolds from that broken thumb or that a damaged thumb, I should say, has returned ahead of schedule. He reclaims the number seven jersey. Benji back to 5'8", and Dean Hawkins to the reserves. So um, when it comes to fullback – it's Cody uh, Walker still in the in the fullback position.
3: And the late game uh, is the Roosters and Cowboys. Roosters, and Land comes in for Drew Hutchinson with that rib injury. Uh, Lee Tupanua back from suspension. Cowboys unchanged. Three more games on Sunday, Sats. Yeah, the uh, first game on
4: Sunday is... What game did you see then? You did the Roosters-Cowboys. Roosters, Cowboys. Yeah, the uh, Warriors versus the Eels, which is 150. Uh, the Warriors, well... Um, last week uh, we're going okay against Manly until Tommy Trebojevic decided to turn it on. Ben M- M- Murdoch-Masilla returns in the second row. He come back from a HIA and Eels coach Well, they've been given clearance to name 21 players, but there's a number of those that has an asterisk problems, next to them yeah. because, uh, the NRL biosecurity approval uh, hasn't been given yet. So at the moment for the uh, Eels, just toss a coin in the air. We don't know who's going to play.
3: Righto, uh, the Storm play the Dragons in the second game on Sunday. Hooker named uh, Kenny Bromwich. Brandon Smith suspended. Gary Grant's got a hammy injury. Cam Munster's out with a foot injury. And Rob Pappenhausen, uh, he's been named on the uh, on the reserves. So Riley Jack's at 5'8". Kenny Bromwich, as I said, at Hooker. Tui Kamika shifts into the back row. And Dale Fanukan starts at lock. And for the Dragons, Michaela Ravalawa returns replacing Matt guy who got injured uh, on his debut mm. for the, uh, yeah, for St. George, Illawarra, and Pawasa Famasili replaces Junior Amon on the bench. One more game, Sats. Yeah, it's the
4: Titans up against the Penny Panthers. Tanner Boyd holds the 5-8 position, both for Moore at centre. David Fafida, well, we haven't heard from the judiciary yet whether he's been successful. And for the Panthers, Kurt Kate will he'll miss a week. He failed a HIA. And uh, debutant, Jermaine Hopgood, good player. He's coming from the bench as well. And Paul Momorowski, he's hes available, but he'll uh, he will be on the bench.
3: Beauty. Uh, there you go. Uh, get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Sports State is for the all-new Kia Carnival.